Welcome to another episode of Conversate, a podcast where we engage in conversation. In this week's episode, I, Kevin Bender, am joined by Marcus Huff, our Director of Youth and Campus Ministry at Saints Peter and Paul in Houghton, Michigan. This week, we're engaging in a conversation about waiting. We'll talk about Noah and the flood story. We'll talk about Advent, the season of waiting, and what it means to wait in hope. We hope you enjoy it. Good day to you, sir. Good day. I forgot to use the microphone. But yeah. <laughs> they might have still heard you. I think so. That was good. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm yeah. all right. Well, I got to make sure my posture is all right here. I slouch. We're someplace new today. We are, yeah. We're in your office. We're mixing it up. You're right, man. Total Pastor, change of scenery. Pastor Aaron is out, and it's you and me. Yeah, buddy. We get to do this. This is great. So, yeah. These aren't aren't uh watching we're currently in pastor kevin's office partaking in conversate here today that's right yeah marcus and i i mean you and i have had a lot of conversations we have but i don't know that we've ever conversated so here's yeah here's to that cheers again (laughs) double man i think we double double tap (laughs) double tap for a double entendre of I can't wait. Oh, yes. New sermon series. Nice, man. Nice. I'm like, just make all these transitions. I'm going to try and keep up. Yeah. But you're right, man. We're uh, we're in a new sermon series right now called I Can't Wait, uh, which is a little bit of a that double entendre because you could hear that as like, I can't wait, you know, for Christmas. I'm so excited. Can't mm-hmm. wait for, or it could be like, oh, I can't wait for Advent to be over because I just want it to be Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and Advent, Advent's kind of a goofy word because I don't think like anyone really uses that outside the church, right? No, I think it's yeah, I think it's unique to the Christian faith. Yeah. And our seasons in the church here, liturgical calendar. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of Christian church bodies, I think, don't even practice to necessarily walk through liturgical calendar yeah. not nearly as much. Sure. I mean, we we. We do we change our paramounts. We do, yeah. The the colors, the robes. That's right. Uh, the hanging wooden sculptures that we have at the front. Yeah, if you've never looked at those, listeners, take a look at those little artsy woodcrafts on the pulpit. There, they're pretty sweet. They are, and it's magnetic too, which is a fun fact. They hang on their magnetic. I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. So, but yeah, this this season of Advent, it's kind of. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool that we do walk through it and celebrate it and recognize it because uh, because otherwise you're just kind of bouncing around from one thing to the next thing. There's not necessarily any order or reason for it, um, which actually sounds a lot like the things I normally wait for in life. Mm. You know, like normally I'm not I'm not like so forward thinking or looking that okay. like I recognize oh like. I'm in this season of waiting right now for this particular thing. Right. You know, like when I think back on my my own life, you know, just like long narrative style, it's like, you know, most of it feels like this random jumbling of like chaotic events. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of spurred from one to the next, you know? Uh, and now here I am. I think, uh, yeah, my life can get pretty jumbled up. I think so often we spend so much time, or at least I do, like what needs to happen now? Mm. I mean, there are those long term plans and we 
bought our house in the last year and there's some remodel things that we'd like to do but i mean there's the let's fix a light bulb versus let's remodel a bathroom like you do the quick easy things first and foremost <laughs> and you know just up front mm. and i love admin in the sense that it makes you anticipate look forward to was coming versus just caught up get, getting caught up in the business of the whole thing there or just the like road trip analogy of like are we there yet are we there yet are we mm. there yet are we mm-hmm. there yet and that excitement as well too so i don't know it's kind of cool yeah so. yeah yeah uh it is it's a good kind of waiting it is are you a fan of, of waiting are you a good <laughs> a good waiter i was thinking about showing up late we had we scheduled a time to sit and talk mm. just just to do my own science project to see how does pastor kevin wait is he always so cheerful and jolly or if i show up what's the breaking point six minutes seven minutes Ooh. if i show up 22 minutes late are we still doing this podcast? Are we still friends? Are we still... Wow. Yeah, you put a lot. I just was going like, maybe we wouldn't do the podcast, but you're putting our no. friendship on the line for 22 minutes. We have only known each other for a couple of months, so I guess it's... it's yeah, 22 not, minutes is a big... Like, that, like proportionally. I don't... That's a big chunk of, of our relationship. for our spouses, I think, for 22 <laughs> minutes, let alone for each other, so... That's an interesting... It's an interesting question to think about, like... Yeah, what is your breaking point waiting wise, and also what it looks like for you to to break, you know, like in your waiting. Um, you know, for me, like I'm I'm sure I probably would do my best to keep that external facade of pleasantries. Yeah. Um, but no, waiting is hard, man. I'm not a good, I'm not a good waiter. I've never been a waiter, uh, for one, like at a restaurant. Uh, that's the one where you're going. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I thought about doing that for a while. I think I think I actually would have liked it, but I think you would have. Just you know, people oriented and. I don't know. But anyways, more on the point of waiting. No, man, waiting is, it's really hard. And like, I just, this last weekend, you know, like part of the sermon uh, that I preached really had to do with distractions and, um, and how oftentimes people just kind of, you know, we don't like to wait. So let's just distract ourselves instead of like, actually like thinking about what it is we're, we're waiting on or waiting for. And that's, uh, that totally is me like mm. I was preaching to myself, you know, to some degree there because like I, it's hard for me to actually just wait and wait towards something, hmm. you know, or like to, to, especially waiting. Like, like I said, in the uncomfortable, if something is uncomfortable for me, I like to hop in my car and turn on some music okay, <laughs> and forget about what it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, I kind of event in that way, but that's a little different than actually like, no, what is it that's uncomfortable? Yeah. You know, what is it in like thinking through it? And then, you know, what does it look like for us to wait as Christians, mm-hmm. you know, which I think always is going to bring some aspect of like, hey, God's yeah. <laughs> relationship into that situation, you know? So it's not just me distracting myself or me forgetting about it, but me actually like, no, this thing is, I don't know, it's here. It's messing with me. Yeah. Let me like wait on God you know, call on God, pray to him. Let me just like bring him into the whole situation at least. Yeah. And that totally, that totally reorients the waiting. You know what I mean? Like now it's no longer this like total mess, mess up my week. I mean, now it's, it's honestly now that, that situation, whatever it is, has created an opportunity for me to engage in a relationship with a person, with God, you know? I think that's huge. I think, I don't know how many people 
would look at waiting in line and <laughs> and wonder how how does my faith change my response to being 10 people deep in a checkout line mm. or this food was so slow food was going to arrive 10 minutes ago it's not here yet or mm-hmm. you know uh my spouse is we were supposed to leave 22 minutes ago and we haven't left yet. Like what is my faith-based response to waiting on others? Mm. And also like when we experience waiting in our own lives for, you know, a lot of times in prayer, our prayer life, God talks about timing and his, how timing to God looks very different than us. You know, and Uh Mm -hmm. I think our prayer life so often is a, a whole waiting not game, but like it's a sense of just giving to God, going, I'm not in control. Right. I'm hopeful of <laughs> you fulfilling your promises and stuff like that. I mean, that's the whole redemptive nature of, mm. of scriptures, mm-hmm. waiting for God to restore mm-hmm. what Adam and Eve broke. Yeah, totally. In, in all of your examples of, you know, different times when we might wait like everyday situations at the grocery line, you know, for food, all those things, like they kind of show us that like culturally we're not very good at waiting. Hey, you pick it up on that. Is this our new, new, uh, intermission here? (laughs) I think we're, we're, we're tying in advertising now. If they can hear, I don't know. So folks, my phone's ringing right now. It's playing a nice jazzy tune and I'm not going to answer it. I'm going to make them wait. They're waiting. Yeah, they have to. That was good. It just went to voicemail. It was nice. <laughs> it was nice. I, I hope was you ready could hear to it. do a whole like radio ad on Charmin toilet paper. I feel like that's just a poignant thing to like try. Conversate to... is brought to you by Charmin. We'd like to thank our sponsors. Exactly. But back to back yeah. to Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and waiting and and we're not like we're not good at waiting. I always take the shortest grocery line. I go to the self checkout. Yeah. <laughs> reading in books do you do you re- are you one of the people that read the last 10 pages first i that okay so this takes me to a different whole arena <laughs> but spoilers no man that's my biggest pet peeve cannot do that that would blow me away for our listeners his his facial structure just dropped like he got serious all of a sudden the smile like no please no don't spoil any and even wait, if it's like 20 years old wait. like i haven't seen it yet i'm really slow on the movies i don't tell me the any I'm trying to think what it was. There was some movie where I had still not seen it. And this is like so after the fact. And like there does come a point when like, okay, sorry. Like even if you haven't seen the movie. Oh, really? Like, are we talking like Luke Skywalker and Darth yeah, Vader yeah, like, yeah. being his dad? That wasn't that. that. that, I, I, that up for you? I knew that one. Sorry for everyone listening. Spoiler. Yeah. That, that you didn't even say spoiler alert. That was, no. That was like 25 years ago at least. Yeah, so what's the so. what's the timeline? Like what, what at what point can you... The spoiler alert warning goes away. Yeah, I don't know. Five I mean, years? Our culture today, like, five minutes is, is five seconds. And then the bi- biblical paradigm, I mean, mm. waiting so much longer. Like, the, so we're jumping into the New Testament lessons and Jesus being born, you know, uh, pick whatever gospel you want to. But um, there's a 400 year gap right. in scripture. I mean, 400 years. One page, <laughs> literally last page of Old Testament, four hundred years. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. It's just, I don't know. Waiting, waiting is is difficult. I've mm. been a, a better 
um, waiter person who can wait and sit in the in the pause in different seasons of my life. I lived on an island for almost 10 years. And so there, that was just built into it to travel off the island. Mm. You had a lot of waiting to ride on this ferry. It sailed every two and a half hours. Maybe you got there and it was full and you'd have to wait three hours to catch the next ferry. Ooh. Or you got there and just, you didn't get there fast enough and you'd have to wait all night. I've waited all night a couple times and just slept in my car until I could catch the next ferry the next morning at 5.45 in the morning. Man, that's like waiting hardcore. That just, it was. I mean, you just had to do that, you know? So yeah, different areas, different places. I've talked to some other people too from Alaska that fly in. Uh, one of our college students, their family travels and helps on a mission in Alaska. And, uh, the weather changed, and he flew in by float plane, and you just had to wait. You mm. had to wait for the weather to clear up. I mean, I've had that experience as well where you could fly into a location, and it was just it was rain, rain, rain. These float planes could not show up. And it would be three days before you could get, could get out. Holy cow. I mean, I don't know how much flexibility you have in your schedule. Yeah. I don't usually have that much going on in my life, but like three days, it throws you off. Just like I'm just not mentally prepared for that. Yeah. When I change my posture and knowing that this could be a possibility mm-hmm. or also the ministry impacts of how I responded to waiting. Sure. I was so eager to get out of my place or mm. be there with somebody. Like we've all been had conversations with somebody that has their cell phone on the table and it, <laughs> it tings or bings or, you know. Yeah. Are they more excited to like, check their phone or go someplace else. Can they wait till after what's happening too? I mean, it yeah. affects things, you know, mm-hmm. yep, I, mean, that I probably would have judged present. you if you would have got up and answered your phone here. Well, see, ago, I, so. I, I had a feeling that was the case. And so I was, I was also thinking of my, oh, yeah. the impact that that would have. I don't, <laughs> no, I wasn't, but um, no, you're totally right, man. That's a really good point. Like waiting and opportunities of waiting, like they're not only opportunities to like, <laughs> to maybe engage with God, depending on how serious or severe this waiting is, right? Yeah. Like, cause if it's really intense or difficult, like, yeah, probably more likely to bring God into that. But, but if it's just like the grocery line situation, uh, maybe you're not you know, calling out to God in the middle of the grocery store, but how you respond might be, yeah, somewhat of a, a witness of like, just patience, Yeah, you know, just like, oh, you know, my world, I'm not so important that everything in the world's got to go at hyperspeed for me. Yeah. You know? You ever laugh at those people that pass you, like, on the highway? You were driving the car, and all of a sudden you get up to, like, the next traffic light, and, and they're, they're, like, a car in front of you. Like, I, they, I, really, they didn't really do that. But, yeah, but then you have the flip. You're, so you're like, you're, like, oh, my goodness, look at those people. Isn't that hilarious? And then, you know... 20 minutes later, you are that person. I was just going to say, I am that, you person, that person, man. I'm, it's confession time. Around five o'clock, when I'm waiting to cross the bridge to go to Hancock yeah. side, the line is really long coming oh, down the hill. I know what you're talking about. So I'll shoot through town, drop down the hill, just past um, Continental Fire Hall, yep. and then sneak back through town and back around. I do double check to see if I actually made any progress. Like, did I actually move ahead of anybody? I usually you know the cars? mark a vehicle of course. and see where I'm at. And I usually am, but mm. did I gain anything? No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of the irony of it is 
we jump through a lot of hoops. We make a lot of work for ourselves. Yeah. When in rea- reality, we probably would have been way better off just like actually leaning into that waiting. Mm. You know what I mean? I think like, I think, well, we know it's a fruit of the spirit, right? Patience. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like the whole list, love, joy, peace, patience, mm-hmm. kindness, goodness. Like patience and waiting is something that God actually does want to cultivate in us. Yeah. You know, like it's a fruit he does want to bring to bear, like in our lives. Um, so there is something to that about like, okay, if I catch myself doing these things, <laughs> just note it, you know? Yeah. Well, the biblical blessing of, of waiting mm. and pause. Um, we recently talked about uh, uh, Moses and how often, in the, I mean, they're wandering through the wilderness, all kinds of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. God's asking to wait, wait, wait. People are thirsty. He gets cranky. Instead of praying, he just whacks the rock. Never whack a rock. You know, and God still provides for him instantly. Water flows from this rock, which Mm. is awesome um, and shows God's grace. But because he didn't wait, because he didn't take it to God first, Mm. he wasn't able to enter the promised land. Yeah, gets to see it. From a from a distance, yeah, top of a mountain, but doesn't get to go in. I think when I think through waiting in hope, mm. um, if I'm if I'm waiting and fearful of what the results may be, I want to take control of it. Mm-hmm. I, I want to seize the reins. I wanna I want to jump in. I want to cease to wait. Yeah, you know, like there's the difference of like actively waiting in hope. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, we sent cards home this last weekend i think for our congregation with advent and advent candles and i don't know about you but i like lighting candles and turning things on and um it's kind of cool to be able to light all these candles on your advent wreath but you light one a week yeah and next week you light another one and then like you don't have to light all four of them because if you defeats the purpose you know it's just right like, right what's happening and that that, that waiting that anticipation of what's coming up it's trusting in the goodness i think to wait well i have to trust Mm. and i think yes and i think that's like what god is always trying to cultivate and create are these opportunities for us to actually like actually grow in our trust in him Mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of annoying (laughs) But, but actually like no it's it's really good for us at the end of the day um you know this because I think sometimes we wonder, you know, like this whole biblical story and why did it have to take so long? Or Jesus, right? He dies on the cross. He rises from the dead. Mm-hmm. Even the disciples are like, all right, God, at this time, you're going to restore, you know, usher in the kingdom. He's like, it's not for you to know. <laughs> and he yeah. just floats up. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that was a while ago. Yeah. I mean, both readings from this past Sunday are, are in that same vein. You know, you got Noah who highly has to deeply mm. trust that. God's not going to make him look like a complete fool. <laughs> and by building a landlocked boat in the middle of nowhere and that yeah. rain's going to sh- show up. Like that's all trust. Right. That's all faith. That's all leaning in mm. to the hope and the knowledge that God always fulfills his promises. Right. Period. There's not an example where he doesn't. Yeah, actually that's a quote, man. That's uh, Joshua at the bu- end of the book of, Joshua, <laughs> uh, he's about to die and he's like trying to encourage all the Israelites and he like literally tells them, he's like, you have seen everything that God has done and all the promises he made. He has not slipped up a single one. That's all of his promises, you know? Yeah. So, uh, you're right. Um, he makes promises and he makes good on them, but we 
in turn then have to wait on the fulfillment of the promise. But that's kind of like, so, I mean, we've talked about this double entendre, like in, on one hand, like your posture, your feelings about it could be like, this is baloney. This, I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. That could be your feelings towards it. But at the same time, when you are looking forward to something, there can also be like joy in that, right? Like Mm -hmm. excitement. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially especially depending on how involved you are and what it is that's upcoming. Totally, I've I've gone th- had weekends with friends in the past, and there's a joy in the preparation. Um, we go to this music festival um, out in Washington and pack up everything we needed for the weekend, and we camp out with ten thousand other people and just have a great great weekend. But you had to bring everything. Part of the joy of that event was building all the stuff to go like mm. who's bringing what and the excitement and the anticipation of being there for that weekend mm-hmm. i mean if you were to say hey let's go right now it'd be awesome but there's a there's a different depth different enjoyment i find with that and mm-hmm. i talked with uh one of the members of our church who was in our college ministry prior and same thing we had events with weekends and with friends and stuff like that he loves preparing yeah to get ready for it that's that's a huge joy in what we're we gonna do and do we have the right stuff and just what could this experience be like and mm-hmm. just handling the things that aren't seen too along the way, you know? So it's just, right. It's just, but just that preparation time is, is so valuable in all those things, you know? So, and personally right now we're waiting for our second child to come. Right. You know, like, yeah. Congrats by the way. Thank you. We don't, uh, we don't want it to arrive too soon. We don't want to rush it. True. Like, kind of want yeah. Our son or daughter to be fully cooked, fully cooked, you know, so <laughs> well done. Yes. So we're, we're anticipating that. So in this, you know, like just thinking about again, Advent and what it means for us. Right. So we're, we're in this season of time waiting for Christ ultimately to return. And that means ultimately ushering in his kingdom. Same thing. The disciples were asking, but what do we pray every single time we pray the Lord's prayer, right? Let thy kingdom come. Mm-hmm. Not and not only in the sense of like you know come back Jesus like we're we're here sitting on with our you know <laughs> sitting on our hands just waiting for you like no like we're saying even today yeah like it's it's part of that we're a part of his ultimate coming and the ushering in of his kingdom uh, I think Lu- like Luther puts it you know it's some some way of like anytime I don't know God's word is read or heard or the Spirit you know is acting through us like okay. that's that's instances of God's kingdom coming now yeah you know so it's like we actually get to participate in the very thing we're looking forward to uh which is kind of cool as well you know like it's 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 not a rushed kind of waiting where we're just like trying to take things by the reins but it's not super passive either like there's some activity in there definitely definitely and just a different mindset i mean that was that second reading i was thinking about from from sunday too talking about uh christ returning he is going to return mm. and we won't know the day or time or the hour, but be prepared. Yeah. Like, and what does that look like? What do you, what, when you hear that and like be prepared, what does that mean? Like if we don't know that, how can you be prepared? Yeah. Like what am I, I mean, if, and I think of what, like, what do I need to prepare? Mm. Like what mm-hmm. is, what does that mean? That sense of it. I mean, I think for me, it's the urgency of, you know, living, living our faith out, not hmm. compartmentalizing my faith, not just to be a, 
I went to church on Sunday, which is a huge part of worshiping God on Sunday is amazing and a huge part of my faith, but that's part of my week. It's yeah. not the only time in my week where, where Christ shows up, you know, my mm-hmm. workplace, mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my posturing as I wait in line at a grocery store or my, how I drive on the road and stuff like that, you know, mm. so um, orientating myself and um, putting Christ centered in my life and what it looks like as a, as a husband, as a father, as a employee, um, all those things. Totally. I mean, that's definitely, definitely huge. Well, I think too, it's like, it's kind of like if you were watching a movie, right? Like some movies will have like these little side plots, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of happen. And you're like, they play out and whatever they're, they are kind of related to the main story, but then they're not the main story. Right. Well, how weird would it be if you were watching a movie and it's got, you know, it's like setting it all up. It's like, oh man, these are all the things I'm looking for I'm expecting in this movie. And then all of a sudden it just like, it's just the side plot, you know? <laughs> and you're like, wait, where was the resolution, yeah. you know, for the whole, the whole thing. And that's, you know, I mean, like we're, we are in this like bigger story, this bigger narrative, like God's story and we all fit into it. Yeah. And our little side plots are important, but like we can't lose sight of the, the main plot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and it's kind of neat when you have those opportunities and I think you hear stories, I think a lot of people have these stories where they felt so like viscerally so rawly like their connection into that main story you know maybe like someone they prayed for for a really long time all Mm -hmm. of a sudden like gets it Mm -hmm. you know or like receives jesus and it's like no way yeah you know like that's just so exciting yeah you know because we all want to be main characters we're not like jesus is the main character but it's really cool when you have those i don't know this feeds into the the bigger story definitely yeah definitely that we're waiting in you know the scripture pastors also pushes us in the sense that he brings this analogy like a, a thief in the night. If we knew when the thief was coming, we we would be waiting mm. in that posturing too. And so I, when I think in that context of my faith, it helps me prioritize those things. You know, we talked about earlier about waiting, about, you know, it's easier for me to fix a light bulb than for <laughs> me to remodel my bathroom. Um, but that aspect of if we know it's coming, we prioritize things differently sure you know and so yeah what and shouldn't we always have our faith be a priority mm. in our in our life you know we <laughs> what's a game plan look like um we joked a couple days ago about um what this could look like from a movie scene and like with oh, christmas yeah. time like home alone great um, movie it's, it's just classic just good classic christmas christmas fun uh he knows that these robbers are going to come to his house. Yeah. I don't want to give too much, but he's... he's, Spoil- home, he's Spoiler alert. He's home alone. And he, he has these robbers going to show up. And he knows when they're coming. That's and right. he creates a map. And it's of, a blast. It, it's all like these pranks and booby traps and mm-hmm. all this stuff because he knows they're coming. Yeah, that's he's right. He's not like, well, I know they're coming tomorrow at 7 o'clock, but I'm just going to... I'll just wait. I'll just sleep. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Maybe they won't I come. I don't think they'll come. <laughs> so, I mean, in the same way, Christ is saying, I am returning. Mm. Prioritize. Like, mm. mm-hmm. don't be left waiting. Like, yeah. It, you mean, lock, like, if you're going to be robbed, lock, lock your doors. Like, like sure. Get, get your map out, mm. you know, and Macaulay Culkin it and just like be, <laughs> be ready for the situation. And what does that, what does that look like? Mm. You know, and mm-hmm. 
I think that orientation of our life and what we're doing and living in that anticipation of Christ's return totally out of him fulfilling his promises in our life, not out of fear, mm. out of the grace that he gives us. So, I mean, cause fear is a great motivator. Yeah, totally. It's a crazy motivator. Like I could be very fearful that Christ is returning and therefore be so ashamed of my sins. Right. And, and live in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but Christ always shows up and says, those things don't define you. Yeah, he says, I mean, he literally says, fear not yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, don't be afraid. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, that's huge as, as we wait for Christ's return, as we anticipate this Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, each, each season of our life, each, this Christmas is going to look different than other Christmases. Thanksgiving totally. looked different for a lot of people. Totally. I mean, you guys had your first Christmas in the UP or Thanksgiving. You'll have a Christmas in, Thanksgiving, in, in the UP as well. But, right. Um, you know, some people had a lot of family. Some people had, but weren't comfortable with family. It looks looks different, you know, mm-hmm. and some of it's going to be busy and mm-hmm. maybe a year with a lot of gift cards and no real <laughs> presents because no one wants to go to the store and get them, you know. True. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, each season God still fulfills his promises. Totally. Consistently. That stuff doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah. And don't get, you know, don't get, don't get wrapped up or, uh, you know, sidestepped or distracted with those side plots too. You know I mean? Like all of the consumerism and, you know, like rushing around and buying as many things as you can to have the perfect Christmas, you know, all that. That's a side plot. Like, okay. I mean, it could be fun and it's, it's not a bad thing. Like celebrate have a good time, right? Like be with whoever you can be with, but like this, remember the main narrative, uh, and then even engage in it. Like you're saying, like with your buddies, you know, in that trip, um, mm-hmm. out to the gorge, yeah. uh, you know, like you can even talk to God about this stuff. Like, Hey man, you said you're coming back. Um, I'm excited for that. Like totally. how, how can I yeah, like help me guide me? God, like, can you show me how I can prepare, you know, yeah. open my eyes to maybe opportunities, that I can be waiting in right now um, and and see these opportunities. You know, it's in those seasons of waiting and longing where you need God to show up that we're the closest to God. Mm. You know, I feel like totally. it, it's in those hardships that we're, we're closer and we've had those conversations on and off as well too. And that's, that's huge. In those quick moments, like you just have those little touch points with God are great, but those mm. moments of that yearning, mm-hmm. like, What's like, God, show up. It's like, Noah in the ark again. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's hopeful that it's going to rain, so he doesn't look like a weirdo <laughs> in the woods. And But then he's as hopeful that he dries up all this all this water. Yeah. That everything subsides and mm-hmm. so that he can reestablish life on earth again. You right. Know, like, there's even like the excitement of sending out a dove and <laughs> coming back with a branch mm-hmm. and then waiting and then sitting out and doesn't come back and going, oh, I must be okay now. Yeah, you know, it's so like I can't imagine finally that long and like you wait another week. I mean, I'd be setting out pigeons or birds or anything. Like, why did I only collect two? I check every like two hours. You know, I don't know about you, but I I don't know how many times I I look at stuff I'm grilling or cooking in the oven, like mm. and take peeks at. It. Is it done yet? Is it done yet? Yeah, right. You know, it's like our kids on road trips. Watch like, the pot doesn't boil. Yeah. <laughs> nope, not yet. Mm. Just wait. Just wait. So, well, Marcus, while I'm going to do my best to wait in hope this season for Christmas, uh, 
I'll try not to be that crazy guy on the roads. Sorry if I cut you off already here in Houghton. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> City boy at heart. Yeah. But uh, no, man, it's been fun chatting with you, conversating. You too. Um, Look forward to more more waiting and hope and just anticipation of Evan. It's, it's a really cool season to lean into and just mm. encourage others to lean into it and um, just be aware of others and where they're at that they could use that support and encouragement and, and be with them in this, this season of Advent Amen dude awesome. Hey Cheers Have a good afternoon Take care guys <laughs> <laughs>